figure, you know, we get a lot of social media news. And who better to talk to you about the media, the social media news? Because, you know, I'm always talking negative. I'm always doing something out there that's positive but negative. Yo, I want to speak about my boy, B. Superman HB. I see you recorded a couple of things yesterday that made sense. You know what I'm saying? And we're trying to um, explain to our community that the cops look for easy ways to show that they're working. And they ignore cer- certain things or events to take place in, ho- in the hood because they actually prefer that to happen. Like, for example, somebody got shot right around the corner from where the cops were harassing my boy Superman. Now, if the p- cops were patrolling the area... They may have caught the perpetrator or the shooter. They may have uh, had a chance to prevent the shooting because their presence uh, would have done enough. Uh, But they saw fit to uh, use their time, their energy to go and harass other people. Um, I don't understand uh, why is this happening on a consistent basis. I know that one day I was watching the cops harass an 11-year-old kid. I seen four or five cops jump out a van on 145th Street and Amsterdam Avenue on an African-American, dark brown, chocolate-looking kid that, that was so innocent, but to the cops looked like a criminal. And they did not have a clear and articulate suspicion that the crime was taking place. They only saw a kid walking in the streets. Of course, we as pedestrians or uh, community folk, we continue to believe that the cops are uh, have a reason or they're, they're, they're justified for why they're pulling people over. But when you start to, uh, to uh, go in closely on the conversation and hear the questions that they are asking, you know for a fact they didn't use observation or tactical uh, police skills to uh, investigate or to observe a crime. They just pursued the, the, the young boy and start questioning him as if he's a criminal. Now, you may think this is something small because he didn't do anything. Just answer the questions and go about your business. Yeah, that seems like the logical thing uh, to do, of course, and the, the events may not have a lasting implication or a lasting effect on this young man's mind. But it does. I'm one of those young men. I am that person that I'm talking about. I am that person. And that does bother me. So when I see the cops, you may walk the streets and feel like the cops are your protector. They are the people that show professionalism and, and, and courtesy. And, and, and they're here to fight for your... Uh, uh, here to protect your, your rights But I don't see that When I see cops I see a gang I see people who are looking To hurt me And they're looking for any reason Within the laws to do it I see that I also see a situation where The same gang that uh, I'm afraid of I will have to call upon In case of a situation Might arise in America Or in my government Because the laws in New York City really prohibit me from actually defending myself. Do you know you could actually get arrested if you defended yourself in New York City that you actually have to go to court and fight 
in trial to get off and not be put in jail. So that means you need some money or a lawyer. If you actually defend yourself in New York City and you don't have a good lawyer, you can end up doing time in jail. I had a friend who uh, had a lady come to her house with a knife and banged on her door and tried to stab the young lady with a knife in front of her home. Somehow the young lady was managed to get the knife out of her hand and preventing her from herself from being stabbed. After she retrieved the knife from the young lady, she ended up stabbing her and returning the favor. But she was the one that got locked up and served time for three years. Yeah, a lot of people say, well, she didn't have a good lawyer. It's true. She did not. Why? Because when you do live in the hood, you live in month to month. You're barely getting food on the table or food in the refrigerator. And you don't even have an adequate amount of money saved for your, stu- your, your kid's college fund, let alone having money saved just to uh, go on a field trip with your family. So it's a struggle. So if someone goes through a problem with the law, that becomes way more of a struggle because legal fees sometimes are are more than some people rent. And again, like I said before, they can't even pay their rent. So I'm only telling you this, man. It's true. You see a young man on camera being harassed by the police and you immediately think in your head, oh, he must have done something wrong. You are still living in a foolish mindset. We have seen it in front of our faces on the TV screen, on social media, on your cameras, on your telephones, on your devices, on your iPad. You have seen people get murdered right in front of your face. You watch Orlando, Orlando, the young man that gets shot right in front of our faces. The man was in his car. He was legit, no different than yesterday when my brother was on his bike and the cops tried to run him over and they tried to knock him off his bike. They could have permanently injured him. They could have hurt him for no reason at all, let alone there's cops doing this everywhere in different states where people are being just, uh, how you say, victims of slavery. It's like a modern day slavery. And the, and the eyes, the cameras are being sh- and showing this harassment and all this nonsense. And still, when the cameras go on a brown person or African-American person and you see a cop, you still feel the cop is justified. You still feel in your heart that they did something right and the person they captured did something wrong. You still feel that they have been justified. How many things we saw, you saw that young little boy playing with a, a young little man playing with a, a pellet gun. He didn't even say freeze anything. He shot the man to death. Now, y'all understand what I'm saying? This was on camera. And all this is happening all the time. And again, when they go try to uh, do something wrong and, and try to uh, justify their wrongs, I mean, and, 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 and try to arrest uh, someone who's innocent, someone has actually committed a crime not too far from them. Banks are being robbed. At the same time, they're pulling over co- um, people who got a uh, driver license all because their car looks so fancy and doesn't match their image because they look like they some young thug on the streets. This person has a job at the MTA. He just likes to dress up with his hat on and he likes to look low. It's hard being African-American and want to still be in your own cultural, how you say, 
culture uh, lifestyle. Let's say if you like certain type of clothes as an African-American based on your cultural lifestyle, based on the hip-hop lifestyle. And the hip-hop lifestyle matches somehow is, is, is parallel to the drugs lifestyle. So if you see a drug dealer who's actually a drug dealer and he's wearing certain type of clothes and driving certain type of vehicles or have a type certain type of jewelry on, you might be... Um, uh, mistaken that person for a drug dealer if he's African American and walks with a certain walk and act a certain way. A lot of those people have jobs today. They just come from that background. They are MTA workers. They work in parks departments. They got regular jobs. They just still have some of their lifestyle when they leave work. And cops see them after hours, after work hours, just like a police officer. And I don't understand cops. Y'all do the same thing. Y'all go to work in your uniforms, but when y'all come home, y'all get out your uniforms, y'all put tinted put the darkest tints on your cars you put the darkest tint you drive and act more ruthless and reckless than any other drug dealer when you have a, a badge and a gun in New York City that's why sometimes y'all mistaken for um, uh, 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 drug dealers when y'all get put over but y'all pull out your badges so it's like it's nothing you can say alright thank you and keep it moving y'all know y'all part of the system to destroy innocent minds like myself African innocent minds you want us to keep our, our mental mindset that y'all cops have us as slaves that we have to listen to you guys and be slaves to y'all you guys got hired got a job to serve and protect and the only thing you're doing is protecting the constitution of racism the constitution of jim crow you're protecting the constitution of hate you're not protecting the citizens of your your location or your community you're not protecting them equally but you have this country talk about how other countries are uh, putting people down, how North Korea are doing so, doing their people so dirty and bad and, and torturing their people. I have people that will talk about how they hate North Korea and hate this about North Korea, but in their own country, in their own country, they see the same hate and say nothing. They see it right on their cameras. They see it on the Instagram. They see it on the Facebook. They see the same thing over and over again, but it says nothing about the American government hate. They see the American government sending people, kids, to other people, uh, families for no apparent reason, all because you're saying of a law that changed because you don't think you documented. Come on, B. So, I'm not saying I don't hate ourselves, I, you know, but there's a lot of countries, man. I told y'all, B, we are not building up. America is one of the richest and wealthiest countries in the world, and we are so selfish, and we're going to see that. Our selfishness is going to hurt us, man. It's just like the Jews, man, the fate of the Jews. The Jews are just as selfish. I'm telling you, everybody got their fate, the fate of America. We're not, y'all keep thinking about, oh, poor America. I guarantee you could throw food out tomorrow if you're an American and you poor. If you're throwing food out and you poor, and you're throwing food out and you poor, there's something wrong in your brain, B. Because there's people that did not eat for two, three days. There's people that's walking around eating scraps and they skinny bones. And that's in other countries like Africa. Yeah, we don't care about Africa because why? It's not this close to our, our land, but we in the same goddamn world. The internet, these phones, should have connected you to Africa, and you're no longer um, distant from Africa. You're no longer distant from Brazil. You're no longer distant from those um, far places like in Haiti. You just choose to ignore it because you know the pain of that knowledge could affect you deeply. You're not poor if you're throwing food away. I'm just letting you know that, B. Just having food make you rich. That means you have enough, you have enough power to now uh, go out and do something great. A lot of poor people can't even fight in those countries for their freedom. All because they need food and water. That's what I'm saying, bro. They going through some horrible conditions. But they'd rather deal with those horrible conditions all so they could get food and water. 
Because that's a struggle alone. Just getting food and water is the most important struggle. So how can they put their mind or put their strength or energy or the time into trying to be liberated? When, it, when, when they have to focus on surviving against starvation and thirst. But you in America, do you focus on starvation and thirst for real? Like seriously, what's more on your mind? Your bills and your money or food and water? For real. Be real. Ask yourself that question. What's on your mind most? Food and water or money and debt? Because if it's money and debt, that means you got more money than fucking people worrying about food and water. You ain't poor. You ain't poor in your fucking mind. I'm sorry to curse because sometimes I get so upset. We look at TV. We look at bing blings. We look at everyone else's lifestyle and we're thinking about that's everybody. If there's 450 million people and they saying that, uh, uh, that at least... There's a, a, a five percenters. They saying five percent of those people are wealthy. Five percent. You telling me you focusing on the five percent and forgetting about the ninety-five percent? It's the stupid shit we deal with. That's like the shit that goes on in space. That's like the, what's going on in politics. They're using they're letting Donald Trump and they letting him uh, take away all their focus of what's really happening. What's happening is the banks are using zero lower bound. Look it up. IMF has it written out. I, I was looking up. I was listening to one of these young ladies on on the um. She has a podcast, and I didn't really believe a lot of stuff they were saying because it sounds like those conspiracy theories and the government theories and all the stuff that's going on. I don't know this lady's name. I keep forgot her name, but I know that when I started to research what they said, because they always say, "Look, if you don't believe us, what we're saying is online. Go read it. If you go read it and go learn about it, you'll see that we're speaking the truth." And now I'm looking back. I'm like, yo, I'm reading some books. Do you know that uh, an unshakable, on Tony Robbins wrote in his book, he said that when he talked to Alan Greenspan, he asked him about when the last time you ever heard of the banks charging zero, you know, negative, um, zero um, interest or negative interest rates. He said that hasn't happened for over 5,000 years. The system is so screwed up that we're gonna, we having events taking place that when we watch on a TV show that haven't happened in 5,000 years. And who our superheroes are? Who are the superheroes? People like myself. I'm telling you, if you continue to know the good information and continue to focus on the negative information, you're going to go to where you focus on most, that negative mindset, that negative direction. You continue to focus on the negative information and think that it's going to help you, benefit you. Nah, it's not me. You are here in America, and you're just given an opportunity to do something of service. And if you're in America, you have to think beyond your situation right now. Like, I'm thinking about it. I'm saying, look at me, man. At first, I got to take care of myself. But I need to become rich. Not just become rich just to uh, better my family's lifestyle. But become rich so I can help another planet. And I'm saying another planet, not another planet out of space. But another planet could be you going to another state or to another country. Because I'm telling you, you... You've been in, you don't understand how much this world is just so different from each other. So when you travel and go places, you really don't get a chance to, uh, uh, how I would say, settle down there. You might travel there to see the beauty of the location. But once you get a chance to travel to a location that you could settle in and, and, and learn the land, you can start seeing the difference in, in cultures and how the beauty of God created us. 
and then you start planting an apple tree or orange tree or grapevine so that you never have to eat that apple tree. You just planting an apple tree so that the people that come to that area can enjoy in that area because of you. You decide to sacrifice your time and hope. So I'm saying to you, we in America, we have a chance of a lifetime, but we we actually are um, being fooled and distracted by the news. I'm telling you guys, you're being fooled and being fooled and distracted. How come? It's really through chalk. You have a person that will put on a, on a on a Instagram, right? And will put on Instagram that if you have if you have this much money in debt and you have this much money in credit cards and you still got money in the bank, it's saying what? All right, if you're getting this much money in interest from the bank, but the interest from your credit card is charging this, but you got the money in the bank, but you still got the credit card debt, there's something wrong. Something wrong. People are living in a, in a situation where they're, they, they live in credit mindset, they're going into debt, they have money in their pocket and in their bank account, and they think they have money. It's not possible. If you have, have $10,000 in debt, you got $5,000 in your bank, you're negative $5,000. So I'm like, yeah, because you're living off the credit cards and you have minimum payments, but that's $10,000. That's still negative. And if that negative debt is not positive debt, because there's negative debt and positive debt. But if that negative debt is not positive debt. Now, what that means, positive debt means that you took $6,000 and you are borrowed it to open up a pizza shop that's bringing you back $8,700. So that's positive debt. You wanted to debt to bring back a, neg- a positive, t- t- what, $2,700, right? I'm talking about negative debt. $6,000, right? Times that by a minimum of 20%. 20% in credit APR. APR is called interest rates. That's the money you pay on a balance after you pay your making minimum payment. If you have a balance, you have to pay 20% of your balance. Let's say your balance is 20% of $6,000 in debt. And let's say, for example, you got $12,000 in your bank account. 20% on $6,000 the next time the bill is due is what? $1,200. That means you're going to owe $7,200. That means you could minus $1,200 from your $10,000 that you got saved in the bank because you just paid that towards interest when you could have saved that interest money easily by just paying off the balance. That's all I'm saying. So what I'm trying to say is that people have money in the bank and they're holding on. They sit on money in the bank, but they got 20% being taken from them because of credit card debt. And they have to pay that because that's the interest on the debt you borrow. So what I'm saying is in America, we have a lot of people dying poor or dying with less than 5000 in their account only because they're being fooled and being distracted by the media and by the toys and the, and the gadgets and all the, the hip-hop uh, affair and the, the People magazines and, and movies. These people are being, uh, come on, there's only a few of them. You just that you see them in such a so many times, and it's so few, and it's, you know you see so less of all of us that you think that that's how it is. It's more of us doing what we doing to keep this world going than superstars, rappers, and TV people. All that bullshit y'all look at. There's more of us looking at them. That's why they so fucking rich. There's more of us in that situation. Y'all don't see it. We're the ones that's giving them the, the fame. Just like when they say, oh, oh, gold just has value based on how people see it. Diamond has value based on how people see it. Well, those people have value based on how you guys see them. Because you don't see it in yourself. You want to see that. You want to be their life so bad. And I don't know, maybe because I'm, like, I'm fortunate and blessed to have this much confidence to believe that I'm a human being like them. And maybe I'm fortunate and blessed because I was around those people when I had a chance. I was around Beyonce, who's super famous today. I'm talking about at the point where 
not around her saying, hey, hi, Beyonce. Nah, she made me fucking pancakes when she was dating Pharrell. And she, I was hanging out with, with her entourage. Yeah, I was part of her entourage. I wasn't like I was all high sedity. I don't give a crap, but she still cooked pancakes for me. She didn't cook pancakes for you. You be cheering for her. You be screaming out her name. That's big. All right? I remember that moment. I know her food tastes good. And I know if the person sees me and sees my face, they will recognize me because every single one person, I don't know who you are, but if you see me since high school or junior high school up to this age, I got the same face. So it hasn't changed. So you're going to recognize me. And I have the same type of attitude, that characteristic, that, that, that boldness, that, that, that I walk into the room and I control the space. Because that's confidence on the inside, B. That's saying that I'm, I believe in myself. I see my own self-worth. And that's the problem with a lot of people today. They don't see their own self-worth. They don't know that their bodies have been engineered and designed better than any computer system in this world. Your brain is the most highly sophisticated computer that any uh, computer can never design. Your electricity in your body could power a city for at least one week. And that's how much money would the city pay for your electricity if you need to power it for one week. Over $800 million? You're talking about your body's been engineered to be at least a billion dollars and you treat it like a dollar. Come on. I'm going to end this broadcast with this note. I just want y'all to understand, we have to focus on certain things. And the certain stuff we have to focus on is, one, family. How do you continue to have your family legacy live 100 years from now? I'm not talking about, yeah, you can focus on the current moment, but what can you do now for 100 years? Family. Another thing we need to focus on. How can we stop allowing inflation and interest rates destroy our financial uh, futures? I'm telling you, how can we, how can we start, how can we start looking at better ways as beating out inflation? I know that inflation was called Robin Hood, and Robin Hood did what? He robbed the poor, I mean the ignorant, he robbed the, no, Robin Hood robbed the rich, and he gave to the poor, right? But inflation, what I'm trying to say, robs the, robs the um, poor or the ignorant, and then gives to the well-informed or the people who decide to take a, a more proactive approach towards their financial future. And those people that's taking a financial uh, proactive approach to their financial future are optimistic people. So it's very difficult for you to even think about taking this type of steps or looking ahead if you don't have no optimism about our future. If you really believe the negative news that's been going on for history, Noah has been around and there's been Noah's today. And Noah, yeah, he was right there. The flood did come. And it did uh, do some damage to the earth. But did it change? Did we stop living? All right? So, yeah, there might be some situations coming that might be catastrophic or some somehow uh, very difficult to come back from. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be the end. Uh, we had uh, nuclear bombs. We had... At times where we have threats. I mean, this has been happening in the 80s and 90s. But that hasn't stopped those people that you look at on TV from becoming who they are. Because you still look at them like they are a star. So that means they was working on their craft. They was working on trying to be a better artist or a singer or actor or actress. And when they was doing that, you was reading negative news that stopped you from being optimistic. 
And then they end up becoming a star 20 years later when people say the world's going to end. But you're still looking at them and saying, wow, they're doing so great. Look how young they look. At the same time, you're not optimistic, but they are. So they're still living their life. And you wishing you could live their life. But you're not living their life because you're not thinking what? Optimistically. I'm telling you. That's how it starts. That's why a lot of people look at people on TV and wish they could have their life. Because they want to live optimistically like them. Thinking that they have to have nice cars, nice jewelry, all the attention from the media, all the news, all the papers to have those luxuries. I believe you only have to have it in your heart and in your mind and soul. And even if you don't get all those riches and luxuries, you have more riches and luxuries when you are able to seriously look at your situation and see all the riches in what you have right now. My first important riches that I have over every um, other 70 million poor people is that I live in America legitimately. Yeah, that's a rich, that's kind of rich and poor at the same time because a person outside of America say I'm rich because I'm not under that capitalizer system that's destroying those minds and keeping them slaves. So we got to look at it two ways. At the same time, if I can navigate through these laws and systems, because these laws and systems, the same people that created them, they created them for their game. It's just the problems that a lot of my brown people and African-American people do not know, learn the laws. So because they don't learn the laws, they stay victims. And that's why they become victims all the time. It's because the laws keep them a slave. And that's how the lawyers and the Jewish people know. They know that we are slaves through ignorance of the laws. But if we learn those laws, we could end up turning those laws around in our favor. That's why Martin Luther King was amazing. It wasn't that he was amazing because he's a great orator. He knew the laws. And those laws is what helped us overcome a lot of um, civil rights movements. That's why he moved into that peaceful fight. He used the laws. He didn't do it through the peacefulness of not putting up his hands. It's that he had the fact that he had the knowledge of the government laws. And he knew how to use it against them. To turn it around And then they end up changing the laws again and again and again Then you gotta find a new law to learn To to, to make it Of course that's the game But the problem is this As long as you stop reading You're not gonna wanna learn any law Cause you're not even reading a book The only thing you're reading is a magazine About pop culture Or about music that's coming out next month Or a video game That's all you're doing You're not trying to read no law You look at a law book it's like looking at the bible you're going to fall asleep. You know it. So that means you know, you're telling yourself, I'm, I'm okay with slave, modern day slavery, which is ignorance to the laws of America. I'm okay with the government and how they're moving. I'm okay with everything because I sit and choose not to read those laws. You choose not to be. No one's stopping you today. You have the internet. You have the phone. You have books. You have libraries. You Choose not to go The libraries say no color folks allowed today No they don't say that You choose not to go you, The computers are not discriminating You can't say that you can turn on your computer And it says oh you African American This information is prohibited from you No you choose not to go look for that information You choose to seek information That entertains your brain That gives you some form of Happiness for a short period of time to make you feel good for some other reason, but then you know deep down inside you're not happy. That's why you're complaining. That's why you're looking at the certain certain medias, and that's why you're feeling you're losing hope. Yo, I got about two minutes. 
and 20 seconds left. And the only thing I'm going to say to you guys be, I know I won't be able to share this video with a lot of people, all because it's a long uh, recording. So you may not even get to hear this on a lot of different forms. And if you sat here and listened for 30 minutes, thank you. Because you know what it is. You know I'm talking the truth. Now, I like to be optimistic and have hope. Then y'all know what I did. I told y'all. I looked at my self-worth. I looked in the mirror and said, damn, if I'm worth 800 million, and I'm treating myself like 800 million, all right? When I walk on the street, do I carry myself like I'm 800 million? Am I walking with my head up high or my head down low? Am I walking with a smile or walking with a frown? I'm walking thinking that, you know what? Even though I got a dollar in my pocket, someone loves me, they're going to give me because I'm I'm, I'm, I look like a million bucks. You know what I love about looking like millions of dollars? And we see those stars and those people who have money. They end up getting more stuff for free than they do paying. It's just something about having money. People want to give to people that got money. So are you dressing nice? Are you trying to look good? Are you dressing your best? Are you dressing on how you feel? On how your conditions are? On how your circumstances are? Are you getting your hair done? Are you getting your nails done? Or are you going to go back and keep falling back? Do you love yourself enough that you want to start helping other people? Because you know how important it is that when you love yourself and you have other people who are going to help love themselves, then you have a team of individuals that's going to have love to the planet. And then you have a group of minds, of loving minds, who want to do the right thing. It's not only people that go to church or go to the mosque that always want to do the right thing. It's human beings who have love for themselves, that really care about themselves, and they end up start caring about other people. So I'm telling you, start having self-worth. Start seeking your self-worth, your self-improvement, self-esteem. Self-improvement, self-esteem. You look at your self-worth. What are you worth today? Ask yourself that question. How much am I worth? My body was be sold today at auction. What would it be sold for? Thank you.